Today on episode 345 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, I'm going to talk about three things that are commonly believed about computers that are just not true. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor. Tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Good morning and welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And you've heard me say before, we don't use the big techie words. Well, today you might hear one of those techie words, but you've probably heard it before. And you know what? There are a few things that I cannot help you with. If you forgot your Hotmail password and you don't have any recovery options, I can't help. If you just did your laundry and you're missing a sock, nope, I can't help. Need a cure for coronavirus? Well, I can't help with that, but just go on Facebook because a bunch of your non-medical friends are ready to give you their opinion on exactly what you need to do. But if your computer has a problem, that's right up my alley. It's what I do all day. Just give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's tip is on my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 345. So let's get started. I'm going to start today's show with a quote from Mark Twain. He once said, It ain't what you don't know that gets you in trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. And that saying is very true in the world of computers. There are a whole lot of misconceptions surrounding computers, Windows, the Internet, and really anything that's related to using a computer. But I put some thought into this, and I narrowed it down to what I think might be the three most common misconceptions, or you might even call them myths. These are things that are very commonly believed by a lot of people, but they have no truth to them. See if you can identify with any of these. The first myth is that turning your computer off and then powering it back on is restarting it. That is false. A lot of times I'll tell a client that it's a good idea to restart the computer every day or maybe every two days. This resets the uptime counter. It refreshes the memory. It just kind of breathes new life into the computer. And of course, you might know if you have a computer problem, most techs will tell you the first thing to do is restart it and see if that fixes it. And it often does. But when I tell people that restarting every day or two is a good idea, I often get the response, oh yeah, I do that every night. And what they're saying is that they turn the computer off at night and then they turn it on the next morning. But that's not a restart. Doing that doesn't reset anything, and it doesn't refresh anything. To do an actual restart in Windows 10, you need to click the Start button, and then the Power icon, and then you actually click on the word Restart. And you'll see the computer power down and power back up all on its own. That's a restart. I know intuitively it seems like powering it down completely then turning it back on with a power button would be an even more thorough way of restarting, but it's not. 
you have to click on the actual restart button. The second myth is this. When you format a computer hard drive, it erases all the data from that drive. That, too, is false. The data is still there. You just don't see it. Again, this is one that doesn't feel like it should be false. I mean, if you plug in an external drive, you can see what files are on that drive. And then when you click to format it, you'll get that big warning message that comes up saying, hey, if you format this drive, you're going to erase all the data on the drive. Do you really want to do this? And then when you do the format and you look at the contents of the drive again, you don't see any of those files or folders that were on there before. So it seems like they're all gone, but they're still there. What formatting does is it tells the drive to not display any files and folders, and it also tells it that the entire drive is now eligible to have new data put on. And when you put new files on that drive, it will overwrite the data that was on there before. And that's when you might actually be getting rid of those original files. This is why if you accidentally format a drive and then immediately realize that you actually needed some of the files that were on there, you should not use that drive at all until you have a data recovery expert recover them for you. The more you use the drive, the less likely those files are to be recovered after the format has happened. And the third myth has to do with a Windows function that sounds really technical. Defragmentation. Or as you might be more familiar with it, just defragging. And the myth is this. If your computer's running too slowly, the first thing you should try in order to fix it is to defrag. Sorry, that's false. I'm not going to go into what fragmentation is and how defragmentation works on your hard drive, but the myth is false for two reasons. First, defragging will almost never make a noticeable difference in the speed of your computer. I really don't know where the idea originated that defragging will speed up a Windows computer, but it just won't. Second, the reason you don't need to go in and defrag your computer's hard drive manually is because the computer is already doing it on its own, automatically. I think this became automatic with Windows 7, but it may have been even before that. But your computer's already on a schedule to defrag itself once a week. Since it does that, your hard drive doesn't have a chance to get fragmented, which is why defragging does nothing to speed it up. There are lots of other reasons why it could be running slowly, though, and that's a discussion for a different episode. Who knows when I'll get to that, though. I actually already have topics lined up for podcast episodes into late July or August, but I'm always open to more ideas, though. If you have a question or something you find confusing or something you want to learn how to do, feel free to contact me and suggest it for a future episode. PCTutor at gmail.com and on my other podcast right now, you'll hear a conversation that I had with Kimberly, and it couldn't be more relevant to what we're all going through right now. Kimberly is a doctor, and she knows a lot about the COVID-19 virus, also known as coronavirus. But the reason she knows a lot about it is because she has just gone through it herself. She had a particularly bad case that lasted over a month, and there were a few times when she didn't know if she was even going to live through it. You can hear Kimberly tell me all about what happened on my other podcast called What Was That Like? 
You can listen to it on any podcast app or at the website at whatwasthatlike.com slash 48. And I want to thank all of you who shop at Amazon using my affiliate link, which is computertutorflorida.com slash shop. I really appreciate that because every time a purchase is made, they kick me over a little referral fee and it helps to cover the cost of putting out this amazing podcast. You do agree it's amazing, right? Or is that just me? Well, let's move on. If you want to get in touch with me, here's what you do. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com or call my podcast voicemail line. That number is 727-386-9468. And you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. That'll do it for this episode. But I'll be right back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. I think my wife has been putting glue all over my antique weapons collection. She denies it, but I'm sticking to my guns.